chapter 6, it begins the, uh, the seal judgments. We've got seven seals. And when those seal judgments begin, I'm going to try to get in that, get right in that section and I'm going to start explaining to you what's going on and the reason I think these are those things that are happening. And they've already, we're already in the middle of the seal judgments. They're already going to start. And uh, from what I see, and uh, try to help you see with Scripture, along with the catastrophic events that are coming and the things that are foretold in the Bible, where I think we're at in the timeline. Okay? That's a lot. Uh, in verse Revelation 6 1, it says, And when I saw the Lamb open one of the seals, and I heard as it was a noise of thunder, and one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw another, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Like I said, if I cover everything I could tell you about all this subject, then we'd be here for a week. But that, uh, that white horse, the guy was given a crown. He was given a bow, a weapon. And he was sent forth to conquer and to conquer. That he should, uh, that, that he, he's getting ready to conquer the world. That's what it amounts to. Put it that way. Uh, the global elite have been trying to establish a one world government for thousands of years. They've been working on this for a long time. And at the end of the, at the last election, they were almost to the point of fixing to shut the door on it, and it would have been done if uh, Hillary had won. But God, by His grace, put us put Trump in there to give us a little point of reprieve, I believe, for everybody to try to get ready. And I ain't trying to be political; it's just my view. But I, and from what I've seen by all the prophecies that Donald Trump would be put in there, it would be a time of repentance time for people to turn back to God to try to turn the nation back. But I just really believe personally that it was just a time for all of us to truly wake up and try to turn us and this nation back to God. Because God knows what's coming. Alright, so that guy is a conqueror going out to conquer the world to bring another subjection. And ultimately, that is basically the Antichrist. Because this is a war that we've got going on here between light and dark. And this is that darkness going out. He always likes to imitate Christ. When Jesus comes back, he's going to be on a white horse. Well, this dude right here, he's on a white horse. He's got a worldly crown. He's got worldly weapons. He's just got a bow. we got a sword and a shield. we got armor. He's backed up by all the Satan's demons. And he's coming out. All right? And there went out a, another horse that was red, and power was given unto him that sat there unto to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another, and there was given unto them a great sword. Another one is going out to take peace from the earth, to bring about death, and that could be a multitude, that could be everything from the Muslims, the Chinese, the Russians, all of them have red flags. Every one of them have red in their flags. I mean, like a large portion of their flags are red. And, uh, and they will go out and they have 
you know, nuclear weapons and all kinds of other things, biological weapons, and have all kinds of stuff. So leave all those, this stuff is building, getting ready. All right, and then it says, when I had opened the third seal, or when you opened the third, I heard a, a third beast say, come and see, and beheld lo, a black horse, and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice from the midst of the midst of the four beasts saying, a measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny, and see that you hurt, hurt not the oil and the wine. What that is referring to, that is referring to our financial system. If you do a conversion on that from back in biblical days, that would make like a loaf of bread over 20 bucks. That our finances and stuff are going to be getting get attacked. People are going to be suffering from starvation and all this kind of stuff because they're not going to be able to uh, financially afford to buy the things that they need. And with this pandemic and stuff that's going on right now, we're seeing a conglomeration of all of those things coming. Behold, I looked at pale horse, and his name that sat on him was death, and hell followed with him. And the power was given unto them under a fourth part, over a fourth part of the earth to kill the sword with hunger, with death, and with the beast of the earth. Alright? A fourth part of them, a fourth part of humanity is going to die just from these guys. Or just from this, this person here, and hell's following right behind him. Well, if he's killing people, why is hell following him? Because he's collecting those that are his. Okay? We've seen famine, pestilence, going around killing people right now. Pestilence like the coronavirus. We've had SARS. We've had N1H1. We've had the coronavirus. We've had uh, the uh, swine flu. We've had some reemergence of, we've had Ebola. We've had reemergence of the uh, yeah, what's the name of that? The what? Encephalitis. Well, we've had encephalitis, uh, avian flu. Uh, what was the plague back around the 1900s that killed a whole lot of people? The Black Plague. The Black Plague. Now in California, with all the homeless people that's out there, they've seen a resurgence of that Black Plague because of all the rats the urine, the feces, all these things that are in the streets and these camps and all the just nastiness, there have people with the bubonic plague. That's what I was trying to think of, the bubonic plague. We've seen a resurgence of some of that. Although it hadn't been bad like it was before, but it's out there. All right, so all those, most all of those diseases come from beasts, okay? So they're not going out and killing these are going out and destroying. And not mention of all the wars and the warfare and all the other things we've seen go on. Alright, when he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony for which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, does thou not judge our avenge, avenge our blood on them that dwell upon the earth? And white robes were given unto them, to every one of them. And it was said unto them that they should rest for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. I, <clears throat> I watched a video yesterday in Uganda where they're having a mass genocide of Christians. They're having this big, big mass graves in this particular group 
is going through and is killing Christians while they're going out of style. They're being martyred for their faith. If you're a Christian, you're going to die. Uh, we have those that are in China that right now they're burning and destroying churches. They're burning down the Christians' houses. They're killing Christians over there. And um, I've seen a tally of Uganda in this whole area down there. There's been a half a million Christians martyred for their faith in Christ since 1970. All right? Since 1970, half a million. And all of those people that he's talking about is right there at that altar asking how long, holy and true, O Lord, before you avenge our blood on them that dwell upon the earth. And there's people right now, down there, every day, that are still getting killed and martyred around the, not just there, but around the world that are getting martyred for their faith. And I would not be surprised to see some of that happen here before it's all said and done. <clears throat> all right, now, we're fixing to get into the one verse the verses here that are talking about, I believe, the event that we're fixing to see. Because believe me, remember, Jesus said all these things would come to pass. And this is something that we've been looking for. Alright? And out of hell, when he opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake. There was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. And the stars fell unto the earth, even as the fig tree casts her untimely figs when she's shaken of a mighty wind. Okay. In the dreams and visions these people have had, and the things that we know that are going on and that are coming, this planet X, planet the brood, that's got like five or six different names, it's supposed to pass between the earth and the sun, but it's supposed to be like fairly close. This thing is on a 3,600-year orbit. Um, when this thing comes through, it's going to block out the sun. And, and there's not going to be any sun, so you're not going to have sun to reflect off the earth back onto the moon. You're not going to have any sun to reflect directly on the moon because it's going to block everything out. There's not going to be any light. Alright? And when this happens, according to what they're saying, the scientists and stuff are saying, they're saying it's going to cause our uh, magnosphere around the earth to collapse. And when that does collapse, then we're going to have earthquakes and volcanoes are going to go off. The poles are going to shift. So the whole world is going to basically flip upside down. Uh, in your Bible, I don't have that scripture pulled up here for today, but in the Bible it says that God is going to, that earth is going to reel to and fro like a drunkard that the earth, that he's going to turn it upside down and thoroughly cleanse his threshing floor. So we already know, the Lord's already prophesied in the Bible itself that the earth is going to roll back and forth on its axis and it's going to flip upside down and he's going to redo the earth, basically. All right? And destroy basically everything we know. So, <coughs> scroll up, slip up, you got it. Revelations 14, 6 says, this is after the sun has went dark. Yeah, 6, 14, 6, 14, my bad. And it says, and the heavens departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and every island were moved out of their place. But when the magnetic or the magnetic collapses on this earth, 
That is part of what holds the heavens, as we know, our outer atmosphere in place. And it says that it's going to roll up like a scroll. So when that magnetosphere collapses, you're going to see the heavens roll up like a scroll. Alright? And it's going to, uh, when it collapses and all this happens, then it says in here that the stars are going to fall from heaven. Let me finish reading this. This is in the kings of the, of the earth, and the great captains, or the great men, the rich men, and the chief captains, and every mighty man, every bondman, every freeman, hid themselves in the dens of the rocks of the mountains, and said unto the mountains, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sitteth upon the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. Go back one verse. Just say, Okay, I didn't finish reading that. Uh, when the heavens departed as a scroll and it rolled together, every mountain, every island were moved out of their places. That's going to cause displacement of the, uh, the part that we live on on the top. Everything is going to move. That's where your volcanoes are going to be going off. You're going to have massive earthquakes. All this kind of stuff is going to happen. And it's right there. All right. For the, in Revelation 6, 17, it says, For the great day of his wrath is come, who shall be able to stand? All right, for we know that the Bible says also that the children of God are not reserved under wrath. Now the elect, for the elect's sake, those days will be short. If we're the elect of God, those who are born again believers in Christ are the elect, we're the children of God, we're not going to see the wrath. That's what we're not supposed to see. All right. Then Revelation 7 1. And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, saying, Hold the winds of the earth, that they should not blow on the earth, nor any sea, nor any tree. In the video that you're going to watch, the guy's talking about whenever the magnetosphere collapses, that there will be winds of up to 200 mile an hour plus for over six hours when that comes to pass. Uh, and this angel is coming right at the end of this event when these things are right kind of in the middle of this stuff going on then he's going to send out that angel or he's going to send out those angels and then you're going to have another angel and he's going to say that I saw another angel ascend from the east having the symbol of living God and he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom was given to hurt the earth and the sea saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. Alright? And this angel, he's the one that's going to seal the 144,000. The 12,000, because when I heard the number of them which were sealed, was 144,000 <coughs> of all the tribes of the children of Israel. That's Revelation 7, 4. Alright, and he goes on from there. He talks about the he, he names off the children of Gad, Reuben, and Judah, and Asher, and Ethel. All of those, each one of the tribes, as he goes down there sealing those. Come on down, I think verse 9. Alright, verse 9. This is why he's sealing them. The other angels are going to be collecting us, I believe, bringing us to heaven. Because at that point, it says after this. I beheld along a great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and peoples and tongues that stood before the throne before the Lamb, clothed with white robes with palm branches in their hand. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God that sits upon the throne and under the Lamb. 
And that right there, who, who do you believe that multitude and no man could number of every nation, kindred, and tongue? That's the church from around the world. That is all your Christians. That is all the born again, the true born again believers in Christ that are saved. So, in light of what that says right there, let's go on down to verse 14. There we go, verse 13. And one of the elders answered unto me, Who are these which are arrayed in white robes, and where hence came they? And he said, Sir, I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said unto me, These are which came out of great tribulation, which have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. That is your Christians. That is the born again believers right there. I, I've seen it. I didn't matter if I just watched one last night. That this, all this was going on, the Ezekiel 38, 39 wars going on, and all these other things were all going on at the same time. And she said that none of these judgments had even started yet, which I don't ascribe to that because this is what I see happening right now. Uh, <clears throat> but what happens in these videos, if this earth begins to start getting bombarded, or we start getting bombarded with these asteroids, me, that's going to be our last call. The Christians that are here, that are going to be here to the point where the sky goes dark and there's no light and the earth begins to flip, the poles, uh, the poles uh, begin to flip and the magnetic sphere drops. At that point right there, that's where he's going to come and stop. According to what the Word says, at that point he's going to send the, the four angels and the of the winds and they're going to stop it. The other angels are going to come so they can send 144 and we'll get pulled out. Alright, so in the meantime, I've heard a lot of people say, well, you're going through the tribulation, and we're not going through the tribulation. Well, you can believe this. The people that are in uh, South Africa right now that are getting killed every day for, the, for their belief in Christ, you can't tell them they're not in tribulation. But the people that I saw yesterday on there in the mass graves, it looked like there were hundreds and hundreds of Christians laying it in mass graves, you can't tell those folks they're not in tribulation. For those that are going to be suffering and are suffering and will be suffering from all the ruin and destruction that's going to be coming on this earth from this asteroid belt that's coming through, you're not going to be able to tell none of us that we're not in tribulation. We're in a tribulation. We're not in the wrath tribulation but we're in the tribulation period that precedes the wrath of God being poured out. Because if you continue on in to Revelations chapter 8, which I don't have posted up here, um, in Revelations chapter 8, that's when the trumpet judgments begin. There are more earthquakes. There are more asteroids. There are mountains of fire. The, uh, the star called Wormwood comes down. It, it, it floods and turns the earth or the water into blood. It destroys a third of the people on the planet. People that die from drinking the water after it's been polluted by Wormwood. Um, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. I believe that is the time period when it talks about that there should be a time of trouble upon the earth that has not ever been since time began that Jesus talked about. 
You can find information about this in Matthew 24. You can find information about this in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 as far as the rapture takes place. You can find information about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 talking about this corruption must put on incorruption. This mortals must put on immortality that we shall be changed in a moment of the twinkling of an eye. That all these things will come to pass. Now, I believe with my whole heart, with everything that I'm seeing, with all the information that we have available to us, that every bit of what happened is happening right now fits right perfectly in Revelation chapter 6 and in Revelation chapter 7. Revelations chapter 7, that 144,000, those are the ones that are going to be sealed to be the witnesses of Jesus Christ the Messiah saving the children of Israel in during the Ezekiel 38-39 war. When they all come to destroy them, you know, all of Israel and, uh, and he delivers them. All right? Look at the nations that everybody's saying is going to be all right. China, Syria, Russia, Africa, which Egypt is up on the upper side of Africa. Um, very close, not far from Israel. There's supposed to be a two million man army come out from the east, which is going to be the only nation that can fill a two million man army is China. And it talks about Gog and Magog coming down out of the north. Right, well we, they're talking about in the two videos that you get to see that there were Russian troops and Chinese troops here. And know this, during Ezekiel 38 and 39, in that war where they come to attack and destroy Israel, if America was still available, still alive, still able to defend Israel and be in that fight, you would see us. We'd be there. But you don't see us in there. It doesn't talk about us anywhere. So we're going to have to be removed. You know, the scripture it talks about in the Bible about that that remaineth, or that that is here that restrains until it is removed. So he that restrains until it is removed before the son of perdition will be revealed. You know, in one of the videos it talks about how we as Americans, that we have become, that they don't even care about us, that we're basically the enemy. And what he's talking about, that's really the enemy of the world. This enemy of the one world government. They pretty well conquered everything else. We're the last piece of the puzzle they need to take down to be able to complete that one world government, to be able to complete the Antichrist standing in place, the one world government, the one world church under the, the false prophet. We're the one thing standing in the way. And we're supposed to be the one nation that's probably going to get hit the worst out of all these asteroids. Remember in the Bible where it talks about the whore of Babylon? Well, the whore of Babylon, I've always believed to be our country because we serve God, it was founded under God, we worship God, then we put God out of schools. Then we stop Bible and prayer in schools. Then we passed abortion. Then we passed homosexual marriage. Uh, now we've got uh, all these different rights for people. 
Now you have the pedophiles trying to legal get their stuff legalized, saying it's okay to be a pedophile, that it's just another gender. Uh, I got news for you. God's fixing to solve all that. He's fixing to bring it back. He's fixing to take it back. He ain't just going to take America back. He's fixing to establish his throne. The Bible says that every meat shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Well, you know what? We get really, really, really close to that fit to happen. Because I believe that it says in Revelation chapter 6 that we read about, about those guys that were at the throne that had already been murdered for Christ. It's stated right there. Just rest a little while longer until your brother should be killed as you were. We get to that number. There's going to be a certain number of people going to be martyred for Christ. Then Jesus is going to step out on the porch of heaven. And his daddy is going to say, boy, go get him. And I'm going to tell you, then he's a coming and it's on. You know what's next? So say if he's on like a chicken bone, it's going to be on. <clears throat> and he's coming. That girl in that dream that you'll get to watch if you watch all the videos, she said that right as she seen that asteroid coming in, and they said that it was as big as the Himalayas on the TV, she said everything went dark. And the next thing she realized when she appeared, she was standing next to Jesus in heaven, watching the events coming back on the earth itself. You will never stop me from believing all day, the rest of my life, that that event that she saw was Lord pulling her out, pulling, along with all of us, the rapture of the church taking place. Because the Bible says that you will see Christ coming in the clouds. And if that is coming, it's going to do that much rubbish and damage, he's going to save everybody he can off this planet that's born again believer in him right before there is no more hope. Because when that thing is coming, there ain't going to be no hope. Jesus is the last hope. And when we get sucked out with Jesus, the only way from that point beyond there that I believe that you may have an opportunity possibly to say, number one, is don't take tomorrow because it's coming. Because you, when there will be a one world government established, they will establish some things. <clears throat> and there'll be government. But like they're going to say in that dream, that they were putting people in concentration camps. There's going to be those that just follow right on in like sheep. They're going to do what the the Chinese and the Russians tell them to do, they're not going to stand and fight for the country. And they're not going to stand and fight for God. And, and I'm going to tell you, man, i got a feeling it's going to be in a situation at that point in time that things are going to be so bad, you're just going to be looking for somebody to feed you and give you some more place to stay. You know, you'll be thankful that it's over. But all these events that they're talking about are coming. It's supposed to begin in September. And it's going to escalate from there. And it's going to get worse all the way into March and April. That's when that big planet should be coming through that's going to cause the polar shift. But right before that comes, it says there's going to be a point in time right before that this meteor storm is coming through, these asteroids are coming through, that it's going to be raining fire and brimstone rocks about 78 pounds apiece on fire, which will actually cause, because while the temperature variation changes coming through the atmosphere, it's going to cause hailstones too. And your Bible says that in the last days that we are going to be pelted by hailstones and stones of fire coming down out of the heavens. And all these things that have been prophesied, I guarantee you in that word, are you getting ready to physically see. So number one, your first priority is get Jesus. To make sure that Jesus is your Lord and Savior and that everybody in your family, number two, 
Yes, Jesus is their Lord and Savior, then their soul is saved for all eternity. You repent. Turn away from your sins. That's, that's the thing. You've got to repent. You've got to turn away from your sins. You know, the Lord told me a long time ago, He said, Boy, if you catch them, I'll clean them. He says, You know, He said, Come as you are. When I came, I was a, a drug addict, alcoholic, uh, biker, crazy, redneck, trucker. I mean, I was, I had everything going for me that was going the wrong way. But you know what? When I got saved, I had a change. I went from following in the earthly father footsteps to following in my heavenly father footsteps. And he will do the same thing for you. Remember the thief on the cross. Even if you wait, you don't believe all this stuff, and you wait right to the last second. He said, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He says, truly I say to you, you shall be with me today in paradise. Why? Because he called him Lord. He recognized him in front of everybody that he was the Lord Christ. He was telling the other people, look, quit talking trash to him. Quit, you know, he, we, were, we were here on purpose. We did something. He didn't do anything. He's not guilty of anything. He was proclaiming that he was the Messiah. He was proclaiming who he was and that he believed. And he said that he would be there today in paradise. And you may be like me. You may be in Missouri and you've got to show him. Well, you fix to get showed. The Bible says that every knee shall bow and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And that means Amen. you. Now, the problem is, how much have you got to go through before you go and confess and accept and believe in Christ? Or are you going to be one of them that's confessing and you're banished to hell for all eternity with the angels? That choice is yours. It's yours. Yours alone. We're giving you the information. We're letting you know. You can... Uh, post it to if you're watching it, you're probably on our website for Michael. So you can reach out to anybody in this church, if anybody on that website has contact with it, we'll be happy to help you receive Christ if you need help. And if you're close enough by, we probably can get you baptized. We'll figure out some way. We got a creek close by. We'll do something. Now, <clears throat> one thing that I want to say every time that God has done this. You go back and look at the flood of Noah. I've got some scriptures that I, I brought today and I was debating whether I was going to use it around the book of Enoch. It's not in our canonized Bible. But it talks about in that day that there were cannibals and they were drinking men's blood. That there was every sort of evil of man in that peace and time. And it's also that they would be married and giving in marriage. They'd be doing all these things. And that's what they were doing. They act like nothing was going to happen. And Noah built the ark. They mocked him. They talked garbage to him the whole time, told him he was crazy. Right up to that flood started coming. When it started raining, and it had never rained in that area ever, but when it started raining, then they started believing. Well, from what they're saying, about September, you're going to see stuff start coming, and it ain't going to be rain. It's going to be rocks. And if the Lord chooses and sees fit and don't let them get you before you can repent and turn to Christ, I would advise you to do that because the same thing that the Bible says, he said you know, he'd give us that rainbow that he would never flood the earth again and destroy all of mankind. He said that the earth is reserved unto fire of judgment. Hell is real. And if you do not repent and turn to Christ, 
you will wind up there. I hate to be one way about it, but it ain't about Buddha or Muhammad. It ain't about nobody else, none of this other stuff. There's one creator and his Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. And Jesus came here to die to pay the price for our sins. Repent while you have time. You can just be regular redneck or whatever you are to say, God, forgive me. I recognize that Jesus died to pay the price for me. And Lord, I accept this sacrifice for my sins. I just ask you to come into my heart and wash me with the blood of Jesus and cleanse me from all unrighteousness and sin. Lord, show me the way what you want me to do, Lord. Just show me. I give you my life, Lord. Save me from all this stuff that's coming. In Jesus' name, amen. Prepare yourself and be ready. Don't wait. Now we're fixing to conclude our service. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to have somebody pray. We're going to close the service. And uh, prayerfully store up what you need. Food, supplies, and all this stuff. You know, we were all kind of worried about a, a second civil war deal. But all that's out the window right now. I ain't even worried about that. I'm worried about something that's coming that's going to destroy the body and so forth. But if you're not right with Christ, you won't be. You won't make it out of your life. I guarantee you. So get ready, Mom. Will you close us in prayer? Father, we just thank you so much for this word today, Father. This word of warning, this word of calling, this word of urging people to come to Jesus. Father, we ask you, Father God, that your Spirit to fall upon the lost, O oh God. We speak to that spirit man. We call him in, out of the spirit of darkness and into the light and the love of Jesus Christ. That they might know and recognize that Jesus is the only way that they can be saved, oh God. Father, I pray that your spirit of conviction fall upon the lost, oh God. And that they fall upon their knees, Father, and ask you, Lord, to save their souls, Father, and then serve you forever how much time we have left of God. Father, we ask for your mercy, O oh God. And Father, we just thank you for the warning. We thank you, Father, for the information that's been brought forth and the provisions that's been made for each one of us, Lord. And Father, we ask you to lead us and guide us through this time, Father God. Each person, show us what it is that we need to do, how we need to prepare. And Father, we just ask you, Lord God, your mercy will be poured out upon us. And in Jesus' name, we pray all these things.